Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell, and that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. So today I am, well, I guess I'm always excited when I have fun people on because I have a lot of fun people on, but today I'm really excited and honored because my friend and mentor, Jeanette Traverson is joining me today. Jeanette, thanks so much for saying yes. Oh, thank you, Susan. I'm so happy to be here. You're amazing. This is great. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a love fest, everybody. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> So Jeanette and I have known each other a few years, and um, I came to her at, because of the gifts that she has and the work that she does, and uh, so I'm just going to talk about you, Jeanette, okay? Thank you. <laughs> so Jeanette is this, she's an, a visionary seer. Now, if this makes sense, well, you'll get it by the end of our conversation, but she's a visionary seer, and she's um, a healer. She's a transformational coach. She works to support the individual in letting go of old stuff, uh, just releasing um, what doesn't work anymore so that when you leave her office, okay, at least when I leave my office, I feel, I feel like I am, my head is in the clouds. You know, I'm touching that stardust because I've just, all the garbage that was hanging on me is gone and I can be exactly who I'm supposed to be. And, and that's, okay, so that's what you do, Jeanette. I don't know. From, wow. <laughs> from, uh, from my experience, that's been, that, that's been my experience with, with you. you uh, well, first of all, why don't you share with everybody how you got started doing this, this kind of work? Okay, wonderful. So, so it's really interesting is that my background before doing this, I worked in the corporate world. And I've been aware of my gifts and intuition since I was about four years old. And throughout my life, it was always interesting because starting at the age of 13, every couple of years after that, I would run into a complete stranger that would walk up and tell me that I had gifts, that I was a seer, and that I was going to be doing something really important in the world and helping others, and that I was to bring these gifts forward. And of course, at those, that young age, it was really awkward and strange, and, and I didn't really know what to do with it. And then fast forward, I'm working in the corporate world and getting guidance that I really need to start working with my gifts and bring this into action and bring it forward. And I was scared. I was really nervous because I didn't know, you know, and, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that was something that was not really in the, the mainstream of things. You're being so kind when you say that. I, I bet there were people that were going, you're going to do what? You're leaving a corporate gig to do what? Exactly. And, and, and also, too, for me, too, because it meant giving up a salary, a guaranteed mm. salary. Wow. So that was huge. That was huge. And at the time, you know, a single mom, my high son was, you know, a teenager, and I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? So I was working for a software company. I was director of sales and marketing. And I was getting ready to close one of the biggest deals in their history. And I was laid off. Oh my God. 
and <laughs> I'm it so was, sorry I'm laughing, but oh. I know. I was laid off. And, <laughs> and it was interesting because the man who was running the company, again, very much in those patriarchal male energies, I realize now, and those old patterns. And I did all the work, brought all the cells in, and the deal had closed. And what he did is he laid me off before the commissions came in. <gasps> oh, my and, gosh. And so I was just heartbroken. I was devastated. And I thought, okay, you know, this is, I, I didn't know what to do. And, and I kept hearing, trust your gifts, trust your gifts. And so during that layoff time, what I did is I started, I just started searching and looking for other people that were doing something with energy and healing. And I met this woman, Janelyn, in, uh, down in Orange County. And so actually Topanga, Topanga area of the Valley. And she had a form of healing called golden energy healing. Mm. So I went and took that healing course and I went through all the different levels and went through and did that and studied it. And in that process, it really helped me to get in touch and awaken a deeper knowing of my gifts. And it, I saw lifetimes, I saw connections, I saw energy patterns. And that was the start that kind of opened the door. But I still wasn't sure quite how to make money at it. How am I going to survive on that? Because now I'm on unemployment. And so I did what I knew just, you know, just like breathing air. I went back into cells. And so I thought, okay, so I'll go into cells. And I worked for a hair products company because that would allow me to meet people, meet women and connect. And I thought, oh, this is great because then through word of mouth, I could build up my practice. And that's what I did. And I slowly started building my practice. Then I got the nudge that it was time for me to, to just take that leap of faith and do it. Well, of course, you know, pausing and holding back as we all do and we get into that place of fear. And I didn't act as probably as quick as I was being nudged to because I then injured my back on the job. Oh, goodness. So then I was, you know, out on disability. Mm -hmm. And so that gave me more time to study and look into things and and I'm like, oh my gosh. So you know that kind of, that, that message we get where we get this, you know, that little silent, you know, very quiet voice whispering to us saying, okay, do this, you know, it's time to go forward. And we don't, and then it gets a little bit louder and then we're hit on the head. You know? <laughs> and so there I was. And, and it was so interesting because after that, I, it, was, it was a really interesting process because during that time, I learned a lot about the body. I was able to go in and see the body. I was able to go in and connect deeply with my body. Uh, doctors were saying I needed surgery. Doctors were saying, you know, you'll probably never be able to have more children. This is it, you know, and because of the damage I had, it herniated disc in my back. And every time they said that, I just kept hearing this voice that just kept saying, bullshit, bullshit. That's not true. That's not true. And... So I trusted that and I did acupuncture and I worked with essential oils and I worked with herbs and, and just going into the body and visualizing from the inside out, going and healing and repairing and repairing nerve damage. And then as a result of being on disability, I was offered a package to go and sort of recreate myself. So I created a package that allowed me to start my healing practice. And oh it was gosh. a practice. And it was a practice that they had never come across. So it was really interesting. I had to go through all the, the testing, you know, vocational testing. And they're like, wow, this is really strange, but you test the highest in this area. This is absolutely something you should pursue. So I was paid to, to go and do 
do Reiki training. I was paid to do hypnotherapy. I was paid to set up my practice and everything that I needed. And, and that's how I got into this. I really just took that leap of faith and went for it. And it was so amazing because it felt so right. And the timing was more aligned at that time. And that's how I got into this. I just started word of mouth and the people that I had connected with, I said, okay, I'm, I'm up and going now. And I just started reaching out and by trusting, and I just started doing some intentions and affirmations and calling it in and everything took off. Everything started to flow. And at that point, I was in such a place of trust and faith. It was, it was as if there was nothing else besides that. And it oh. felt so aligned and so clear and definitely God aligned, God guided. All of that was coming through. So I trusted that. And, and then through the years, I've just studied and learned a lot more information, a lot more old, old lifetimes of knowledge have dropped in and that's allowed me to continue to grow and, and work with these energies because I, I believe that when we go to sleep at night, we're also going to school. We go into yeah. our dreams and we access so much knowledge, especially if we set that intention and we're asking for it. So it's really quite lovely how we, we, we have this incredible library of information that we have access to when we trust it. And so and then fast forwarding, here we are now. So, I, you know, and I've known you for a while. I never heard the entire story of how you got there. I, I think that it, it must have been so frightening at so many turns. And for you to just persist and develop trust in the middle of, of being in pain and, not, and being on disability and being on all those things and, and raising a, a child by yourself. I know there's people out in the world that any one of those things would just freeze them into a state of, of victimhood. And, and you just kept persisting. I think that's so courageous. And thank you. Thank you. And it's, and it's interesting too, because it's humbling. It oh. totally brings you to your knees and it just is like, okay. So, and, and I knew at that point, there's only one direction. I only have one choice here and that's to go forward. And, and I just, I, I couldn't allow anything else to be on the table. I had to go forward. And because I'd been getting so many nudges, I almost was afraid to not, like, if I don't, like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now if right. I don't? It, you know? So it puts more, it almost puts more pressure on you to, to, well, I guess that's the only, that's why you, you know, I've had that experience myself where the only way through into something else is to just go forward, even when you can't see what's out there. Right, right. And, and one of the things I learned and realized is that we always have access to various timelines, different paths that are in front of us. Mm -hmm. And we, if we get quiet and still and sit with that, you can sit almost like hop on one timeline and go, okay, so if I try this and go forward, what does that look like? How does that feel? And it's like, hmm, that feels okay, but no, okay, let's, let's hop over here. And so we can check in and I learned and realized that I could take that by checking and taking that time to really find, you know, and oftentimes we get so busy with our lives that it's hard or even um, it's, we feel so much interfering that it's difficult to do that. But when we do take that time to set, to sit and just really 
connect with it. It's amazing what we can see and feel and just sort of feel into it. And I find that that's where um, it's really, really helpful. So this is, uh, as you're saying that, this reminds me, you know, the big catchphrase for the last, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years is, you know, we live in a field of infinite possibilities and everybody goes, oh, there's, there's all these possibilities. But when I hear that, you know, that there's infinite possibilities, I just see a bunch of things out there that I don't even know I'm connected to. So what you just described of hopping on a different mm -hmm. timeline intentionally investigating a what if I went to that possibility? What if instead of just waiting for the universe to drop possibilities in our laps? I think that that's very self-responsible and proactive. And it's, and it's interesting too, because when you do take the time to do that, and, and, and mind you, you have to like turn off anything and everything that could possibly distract you. Mm. Because when you're in that, you want to go forward and you want to look at it, but but doing it from that place because you'll see these, these like nodes of energy and they're going to show you, you know, these are you, cause we're always going to have obstacles because that's part of our growth as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's how we overcome that, how we work through that, that is sort of predestined and assisting us in going forward with what we are, what we're intending and what we're ready to create. And Sometimes those obstacles, you know, we get, when you can look at it and you can connect with it, it's, do I want that obstacle or would I rather have this type of obstacle? <laughs> and oh, so, my goodness. so that can be, you know, but, and, and sometimes things pop up along the way that we were not expecting. And it's, it's so important in how we respond, you know, and how we, we connect with that rather than, you know, going through it mm -hmm. and versus, you know, resisting, resisting, mm -hmm. because as you know, that will persist. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, it's interesting that you're bringing this up, Jeanette, because I, um, I work with women that are going through divorce or haven't processed their divorce, even though it's final. And I had uh, a client in my office yesterday and she was continually rewinding into the past. Well, it, maybe if I had done, you know, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, if I had done this or, you know, and, um, and she also said she couldn't remember a lot of the relationship because she, as we were talking, she realized she intentionally locked it out. And she also sees her future. Now, I, a lot of people can't, they can only see the past because the future looks so daunting. And what you just said about, um, being able to see the different possibilities of where your life can go, the different tracks, and then seeing, okay, if I go on this track, there's this obstacle. So what that said to me, as you were speaking, is that we are always at choice. And had I known that in my personal life, that my um, marriage of 28 years that just like completed, you know, one day it was just done. Had I known that all of that, I was at choice about choosing those obstacles, I'm curious if my younger self would have said yes to all of the, those obstacles. Now, I'm a better person in, within myself because I've, I had my heart broken and I've worked through it and I am better for that. And my uh, practice, my spiritual practice and my healing practice is better because of that, having gone through that pain. But if Absolutely. I had been younger and looked at it and gone, oh, that's a big honking boulder I don't want to push, mm. I don't know. 
Well, and, and I think sometimes too, it's, it's definitely, it's so important to allow our mind space to drop into our heart. Mm -hmm. And so there's this bowl, this beautiful, receptive, loving energy that's just holding that mind space to drop into our heart and really connect in with that love and that healing frequency of love. Love is the highest frequency there is. And one of the things this week that I've been encouraging clients to do is to write a love letter to yourself. Oh, that's great. Yeah, rather than waiting and, you know, hoping someone's going to acknowledge you or to see you, see yourself, see and know that right where you are, you are so beautiful. You are so incredible. You are so loved. And, you know, it's, it's like doing a soul inventory and just acknowledging, you know, looking, you know, and, and of course, you know, my love letter to myself is in process. And because I'm writing a little bit each day and I started this on Sunday and it's so interesting because, you know, it's like, I, what I did is I looked in the mirror and I looked at myself And the first thing I wrote down is I look into your eyes and I see the depth of the, even now I could just feel the emotion. I look into your eyes and I feel the depth of love that exists within you. And I know that when I was doing that, I'm seeing the depth of love that is in every soul, that is in every being. I have chills. I have chills. And it's so important to come back to that place to just honor that beauty and the depth of that love that exists within us, because from that place we can create, we can manifest, we can connect, we can align and truly, truly create a life and design what we're ready for. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm, I'm going to assign that to my clients. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. And we don't need Valentine's to do that. Of course, Valentine's always stirs that, you know, like, where am I loved? Who loves me? You know, but come back to because when we come into that place of love and honoring ourselves, then it's easier for us to find that in others, even those that are most challenging to us. You know, it's so funny because that has been my inner work uh, for the last many years. And as you're talking, Jeanette, I'm looking at my, the top of my desk and I'm looking right at this affirmation that's at eye level that I, I see every day. And of course, then I forget about it. But it says, today I choose to love myself first. Every Mm. choice I make comes from self-love, which is the love of God within me. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I, and I, when I, when I actually see it, you know, because it's right there in front of my eyes, I, it reminds me to love myself first. And a lot of people, what you just described is this universal love that resides, the divine love I, that resides in all of us. And so many people run away from finding that within themselves because they're so busy looking from, for love outside, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places, if you will. Right. And we, we, I don't know that, it, this is interesting, I don't know that we, especially as women, have been taught to love ourselves first. We've been taught to love everybody else, absolutely, take care of everybody else, and that only that outer love of a partner, a man, will f- fulfill you. Right, and and you know it's it's one of the things that everybody else in our lives, everybody else that we come into contact with, they're all a mirror for us. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and so even in your most challenging connections, relationships, if you can, whatever is coming up, if you can realize that that is a mirror reflecting back to you, maybe some aspect, some, something within yourself that is needing some love and attention. And I find this with clients where, you know, and, and you probably find this too, Susan, is that, you know, they'll say something and then all of a sudden you'll feel this little twinge of energy on it. And it's like, Ooh, and you make a little note, like, okay, I got to take a look at that also for myself right? You know, later on. And, right. and that's, what's so beautiful about this work too, because it feels like we are constantly doing our work as well. And uh, it, it definitely is reflecting to us. It definitely creates those currents and, and sometimes the people that we love the most, the dearest, you know, are our are, are biggest teachers, you know, the, the ones that really bring us the greatest awareness yeah. and create the greatest shifts. Yeah. And, and it's so important whether, whether you're somebody that does the work that Jeanette and I do or not to really uh, notice when those opportunities come up for growth, for conscious conscious awakening even more, um, which is what we're all about, right? Just growing our consciousness and, and being, um, well, this is what I say. I, I am here to be a servant to love. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also finding too that when I set the intentions and I remember and I set that intention first thing in the morning that no matter what, everything, everyone, I will say thank you to today. Wow. And that's hard. That's hard. And that's <laughs> it's really harder cool. than yeah. you, you know, it's harder than you realize. At first I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Someone just cut me off. Thank you. And <laughs> it's, it's hard, but you know, it's like, and then, and it was interesting because I know like one day when that happened, someone cut me off and I, and I got a little upset and irritated and because it was really close to my car and and then all of a sudden I just took a breath and I just relaxed and I said there's a reason for that and then up ahead there was an accident wow oh okay it slowed me down right you needed slowed me down there was divine timing in that incident you know and so sometimes in the most oddest ways you know that um, things like that will be a blessing well, and this kind of it seems to go back to what you were talking about earlier about just trusting, trusting as much as you possibly can and then trusting more yes. that you're, you're taken care of, you're guided, you're provided for. And it's, it's not by another human being. It's about source. It's about absolutely God being the source of all or absolutely. the universe or whatever, whatever moniker you want to put on that right. exquisite energy that's indescribable. Right. And also, um, one of my favorite things is always holding that intention. All my needs are met. Everything comes from source. Everything is sourced from source. I am source. I'm in alignment with source. All my needs are met. That's a great affirmation. That's it's, a great affirmation. Well, and it, it keeps you, it helps hold you in that space of all this infinite, mm-hmm. as are we. You know, and we are part of that divine flow. We are part mm-hmm. of that. And it's our birthright. It's our birthright to be divinely protected. It's our birthright to be divinely abundant, to be 
divinely financially prosperous, to be divinely loved and loving. That is our birthright. We came in with that knowing. And through what we've experienced in our lives and through different people, parents, authority figures in our lives, we forgot. Right. So coming back to that remembrance of that. It's, it's, it's part of that soul energy that's it's a frequency. It's a knowing that's within us. And I want to add that it's our birthright to be, to be happy, to have fun and play yes. and enjoy our lives as long right. as it and doesn't thrive. harm anybody. Yes. And thrive. And thrive. And so yes. many people are just settling. They're not thriving. They're just settling for their little box of a job or, you know, and or being upset, like, like in, in what you shared earlier about having been laid off just at the pinnacle of having completed this amazing uh, sales. And, you know, so many people look at the being laid off as the problem when it's, it could actually be the gift that you needed in order to move forward in your life. Right, right. And it's, you know, one of the things, you know, and I share this often with clients is, is look forward, look in front of you. You're going in that direction. Don't look in the rear view mirror. Don't get stuck in the rear view mirror. You're not going that way. Yeah. That's not where you're headed. Yeah. So Jeanette, you have a, a, a space that you call soul infusion and, um, and I've attended a few of these. Jeanette does new moon and full moon meditations there, and they're, they're wonderful. But will you explain to everyone why a full moon and a new moon meditation is, is useful? Okay, great. Thanks. So years ago, I really started feeling this amazing energy around eclipses. And the eclipses were so powerful. And it was interesting because I began as I began looking at the energy and exploring what eclipses are and the significance of them and their major transformational energies and they happen every six months and sometimes we have two at a time, three at a time, we've even had four at a time. And it was so interesting when I started connecting with the new moon, when it comes along with an eclipse, it's like a triple or more energetic potency behind that new moon with an eclipse and the same thing for the full moon so new moons are manifesting and the full moons are if you can imagine you know the moon is full it is it is big and round and so abundant and it's almost as if it's the accumulation of our intentions that we had from the new moon so it's like it's like reaping and seeing the fullness of what we've been asking and intending and so it's also another opportunity to say thank you and, and to celebrate with gratitude. But then at that point, the full moon begins to start shrinking as we look up into the sky. So that is also a time of release, releasing whatever is holding you back, whatever is getting in the way, letting go of old habits, patterns that are no longer working for you. So we can reset as the new moon comes back around again. Mm -hmm. And new moons are an opportunity to reset and, and state new intentions with the energies of that new moon for the, the cycle ahead. And I started doing some powerful healing sessions timed with the eclipses, which I still offer. And then I was guided to really start doing some meditations. And from that point is how I began doing that because I realized that in connecting with that energy of the new moon, 
as well as resetting and stating new intentions for the month ahead, this was an opportunity to align my heart and soul. It was an opportunity to align and connect with those frequencies and those energies. And I soon realized that when I'm doing the new moon, when I'm doing these meditations, it's as if a transmission of energy is coming through. Mm -hmm. These frequencies flow in and oftentimes people will feel this energy shift that's happening. And it's so funny because I'll sit down and go, okay, I'm going to talk about this and this is what I'm going to lead the meditation about. And then I sit down and I'm in the room and I can feel the energy and then this beautiful divine presence comes in and all of a sudden I'm completely redirected and everything else I wrote down goes out the window and <laughs> yeah. I'm now leading with something and it just drops and it just drops into my heart and just flows. And so when I trust that, it's always beautiful. Well, and having experienced some of your um, meditations, they, uh, you know, when, <clears throat> when people come to these uh, types of things, with a willingness to transform, to release, to be more of, then it, it, you always, well, I can't say you, I, that's what I do. And I always uh, leave with more than I had anticipated overflowing, you know, and, and change. I was at one of the meditations. And as soon as you started talking, I got all the information I needed to know in what I needed to do to release some stuff that had been kind of hanging on to me. Right, right. It's emotionally. Right. And that's, and that's one of the things too that is so helpful is that when you set the intention, open mind, open heart. Yeah. Any, anything is possible. Yeah. And just being willing to receive. And it's funny because some people will say afterwards, I felt like you were talking directly to me. You were speaking directly to me. And, and it's so funny because it's, it, you know, that's, it's the intention always is that whoever is there, may they receive exactly what they need for their highest good right here and now. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's always the intention so that it flows and they receive it. And it's interesting because originally it was kind of like, okay, so meditation, we're going to relax, we're going to connect. And it just got deeper and deeper and deeper as the years of doing this have moved, moved on and connecting in with the astrological or whatever's going on for the astrology around that time, because we've had some profound energies that are flowing and looking at the significance of whatever the degree a particular new moon energy is at is also significant. I'm not an astrologer, but I know that it's sometimes, you know, as I had a friend who said, it feels like you have an ephemeris in your head because it's like this energy will flow through and an ephemeris is what an astrologer uses, but I'm not, you know, it's like their encyclopedia, so to speak, that they're go-to to know what the energy patterns are and see how when they're reading a chart. But for me, it's the energy patterns that I pick up. And when I connect in with the astrology of what's happening, it sort of like creates a download and then I can work with that energy and, and bring mm -hmm. that to the meditation mm -hmm. and, and bring that also into the body because we can hear it with our mind and we can feel it with our heart, but we also have to integrate and recalibrate through our body. It's all about being in this body here and now. We don't leave our bodies to ascend. It's all about right here and now is ascending while being in our bodies. We are elevating ourselves in this physical body. Years ago, it was always about do all of this stuff to, to get out of your body. And yeah. We are being asked to be present in this body 
and elevate through this body. This is actually, if you can imagine, sort of your, your rocket ship. This is your, <laughs> your opportunity to, this is your vehicle, you know, your spacesuit, so to speak. And so this is an incredible, incredible, you know, uh, spacesuit I have here. The skin is vibrant. The skin is alive and it has so much uh, awareness and abilities to far exceed what I could ever imagine. So let's go there. Let's tap into that. Yes. Yes. And especially in the here and now, the only way uh, to live life is to be fully present. And, and that means integrating everything and you talk about downloads, integrating the downloads and, and I, everybody, everybody who's listening, we all have these downloads that, that you can call them an intuitive hit, a gut reaction, but the more you practice inner transformation and awakening and growing your consciousness, the more you become aware that there is an infinite that wants to share all of its wisdom with us and all the wisdom that we need or seek is right within the center of our heart, right within the center of yes. who we are. And so our solutions to any problem is right there. If we, if we can uh, hold the alignment and just really listen, like, like you were talking about earlier in our, in our mm -hmm. podcast, Jeanette, I, um, I am deeply grateful for the work that you do. Uh, it has supported me and helped me to transform in some pretty dark areas of my life or, or times. Um, so tell everybody how uh, can they get in touch with you through your website? Yes, definitely. Going to www.soul-infusion.com. So that's soulinfusion.com. And you can find information there and find, you know, set up a time, join the meditations. I offer them online as well as in person. Oh, that's great. Local. Yeah. So if they're local to Ventura, they can definitely come in person. Uh, but they're also, because of the clients all over the world, they can join them in on Zoom. So that's, that's really great. Nice. And so then you post when the meditations are on the website? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Or people can get contact you and get on your mailing list and you send out she yes. sends out these amazing uh, descriptions of what's coming up for the new moon or the full moon. So you kind of get ready for it before you even show up to the right. Meditation. Right. Yeah. I like to give some information and insight so that way you can be prepared and, and write out your intentions. If you can make some time for that, which is always even more powerful to be present for that. But there is so much energy that's been shifting. You know, we've been really feeling that. And, you know, even just with the recent new moon we had, it's, you know, working with that air element of Aquarius. It's an opportunity to really check in with our higher knowing, the higher mind, and, and really call, call in where we really want to feel inspired to move to and trust that within us. It's, you know, like you said, it's, it's all within us. We're ready. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. We're activating it. We are, and I'm excited about that. Uh, Jeanette Traverson, thank you, A, for being my friend, and my mentor and healer. But B, thank you for joining me today so we could have this conversation. I'm going to have you come back and we're going to talk more about uh, the divine feminine that's been hitting the planet and helping us to integrate and let go on another podcast. But go to soulinfusion.com and you can contact Jeanette and uh, highly recommend booking a session with her, everyone. She's, she's really remarkable 
with the gifts she's developed. And I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. Oh, yeah. thank you, Susan. This is wonderful. I love you. You're amazing. And thank, thank you for you. all that you're doing and helping supporting and bringing awareness to everyone. So thank you. Thank I appreciate you. it. All right. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to susanburrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is. Namaste. Namaste.